Doom Doom Bippers, it's been a minute. As you know, that's the that's par for the course. Um, but uh, things have been going on. I've been doing some tour dates. Thanks to everybody that came out to my shows in Arizona at Stir Crazy Comedy Club. We had four sold out shows. And listen, listen, I realize sold out is kind of a misnomer at this point because. Uh, you know, they. I think they were only at like 60, 65% capacity. So a sellout isn't quite a sellout, but there were no more tickets available. They sold as many as were there, and they don't do that every single time they're at that club. So, you know, nothing to sneeze at, you know? And if you sneezed at it, that would be weird if it was just like a direct sneeze right in the general direction of my quote-unquote sellout. Then I would question your authority and, and your life choices. But at any rate, we had fun. It was a good time. Uh, a lot of those people were telling me they've been vaccinated. And so... Um, I am going right now. I want to put this podcast up so fast. The only reason this podcast is getting done right now, uh, ASAP, is because I'm going to get the first half of the vaccine here in about an hour and 15 minutes. And it takes 40 minutes to get there, so i got to hustle this thing up. Um, and so I wanted to have one last thing out there in case, in case the worst were to happen. In case I don't see the other side of this. Um, and I'm not really worried about it. But, um, but you know, it, it seems like a big, it's something I've been anticipating for about a year. So it feels like a, a large step. And uh, hopefully it's a step in the right direction. Hopefully it's something that moves us forward and, and I won't be a super spreader anymore. Because, guys, I kind of feel like, you know, everybody wants the shot. Well, unless you don't want it, and then you don't want it. But, like, everybody that wants the shot feels like they should get priority. Um, but, and I am no different. I feel like not because of my health, I'm not really worried about contracting COVID-19. I feel like probably I've already had it. You know, I'm like most of you, I feel like, yeah, I, I was pretty sick back last March and, uh, I was around a lot of people. So there's a good chance. Um, I'm not really worried about it. Uh, but I do know that, you know, I'm in front of crowds now again, and I'm shaking hands after the show. I'm fist bumping. I'm doing whatever. I'm I'm I just mimic. So whatever you're comfortable with, I'm comfortable with. And in that moment, I'd just rather have a human moment than than be weird about some disease. You know, I'm not going around licking doorknobs and open mouth kissing people. Um, but but, uh, but you know, I'll shake your hand if you want to shake my hand. I just won't stick my finger in my eye. How about that? How about <laughs> if I shake your hand, I just won't lick my fingers or I'll wash them before I eat my chicken wings. How about that's the human level? You know, the things we were doing beforehand to make sure we weren't swallowing each other's feces. Uh, just go back to living like that. Uh, but I'm out there is the point. I'm saying I'm on airplanes, so I'm kind of a super spreader. So I feel like, yeah, I don't have the, uh, you know, I don't have a lot of the earmarkings of someone that needs to get it right away. But it's like. You should give it to me so that I don't give it to everybody. <laughs> um, and, by the way, guys, if you haven't gotten your vaccine yet, lucky you. Lucky you because I am a late adapter. And once I get something, 
it's guaranteed that it have the next iteration out very shortly after that. Okay, so like anytime I like get a car or get a phone or you know update some service, invariably, invariably, inevitably, uh, like within a week the new one will come out. So I'm getting the Moderna, the Moderna one, and uh, (laughs) and as soon as I finish up my cycle, I'm sure they're gonna be like, hey, we got the new shot. Sorry that last one uh, shrinks your nuts. Uh, This one, uh, you know. Makes it so they're girthy, but uh, doesn't doesn't bother you when you walk. <laughs> I don't know if that's anything anybody wants uh, to have larger balls, but um, but yeah, I'm sure I'm sure phase two will be sprung upon us as soon as I complete the cycle. So look forward to that, everybody. Certainly, certainly by the beginning of May, they'll have the new one. Like, hey, this one covers everything, and it gives you a million dollars. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> count your lucky stars that old Nick Hoff's going to get the vaccine so that the new one can come out. Um, I am happy to announce, for those of you that are uh, listeners of the show, I'm happy to announce that I am now, uh, I, I've moved on from one of the vehicles in the Hoff, uh, the Hoff clan here. So I uh, got rid of the, the coupe that was, uh, that was, um, gathered gathered no i i had the coop before i had children obviously <laughs> otherwise i wouldn't have gotten a two-door to sh- shove three kids in the back seat because even when we still just had two it was a pain in the ass to get them back there so i i you know that california has this predatory has this predatory law that every other year because they used to have smog back in the 80s so they had to make you know, but they've made cars so much better now that I really don't think they need this law anymore. But every other year, you have to get what's called a smog check on your car where you take it in and they like hook up a hose to it and they just make, you know, see what the emissions are, which makes sense. Okay. They should see what the emissions are. But if anything on your car has like, a, like right there on the dash, if any of those lights are on, like check engine, if any of them are on, your car will automatically fail, even if. The emissions are minimal. So they say, you know, if you have any light on, that it, it's going to fail. And, well, it's a, <laughs> I was driving around a 21-year-old car. There are lights on. Okay, it's a freaking Christmas tree up there under the, <laughs> under the dashboard. So, you know, it wasn't going to pass. And I took it into the mechanic, a mechanic that I somewhat trust. And he said, uh, they looked at all the codes. They said, okay, you know, to fix all this, it's like 2500 to $3,000. And I said, well, be real with me. Is it worth doing that? He goes, honestly, probably not. Like, it's a 21-year-old car. You know, something's going to keep coming up. And um, But it was drivable. I was driving it around. It was fine. Uh, if I didn't live in California, I'd still be driving that car. But because they have this law and that was coming due, uh, I was either going to have to put 3000 into it and uh, then I was good for another two years or just drive it off a cliff. And instead, I took it to CarMax, which I know you don't get top dollar at the CarMax, but it is relatively painless. Like they go, they check it out half hour later. Here's your offer. Bing, bang, boom. Sold. Sign here. Sign here. Sign here. We do all the paperwork. Gone. Get out of here. So happy to have that. Called the insurance company, which is a pain in the ass, but you got to call them and take it off. So now, now we're saving money. We're saving money, and honestly, we're still not going very many places. <laughs> it, you know, we're not 
a two car family, I feel like is something that's great. Like if both of you work uh, from somewhere that's not the home, but I'm working from home, <laughs> you know, and anytime I go to the airport, I was just Ubering anyway, because it's a thousand dollars a day to park at the airport. So uh, much cheaper to Uber and Uber in and Uber out. Uh, so that's what that's the plan. And if if things pick back up in town, then I can always just go get another car and uh, move into the new century. You know, get get a 2013. Holy hell, wouldn't it be nice to drive something that uh, doesn't have a tape deck in it? That was so funny about my car. It was like at this weird cross section of technology where it had a built in navigation system but also a built-in tape deck. Like, there only had to been, like, 60 seconds of (laughs) when they were making a car that that level of technology was overlapped, right? Like, like, there was, like, one minute where the plant was like, oh, we're putting both in, and then the minute passed, they're like, never mind, nobody's using a tape anymore. And I remember when I first got it, it also had a built-in, like, a built-in car phone <laughs> you know that somebody was paying a service to have the built-in car phone and i was like eh, i probably don't need that just give me a cup holder please and so uh yeah it, it was sad a little bit to send it off but i knew that uh it had to be done because it was it was just a money pit at this point and kind of screw california california's getting a bad rap right now by the way um and i don't want to pile on like they've got their problems but i think Every state has their problems. Uh, ours are just magnified because we have so many people, and we're in you know we're in the news every other ten seconds because of the amount of people that we have. Uh, but there are a lot of great things about California. Things I love about California, but they are predatory in that way that they make you do a smog check every other year, which makes sense at the core. But just because I have a check engine light on, just check the emissions. If the emissions are good, that's all you should give a shit about. You shouldn't care if my transmission is uh skipping skipping a beat every now and again (laughs) but happy happy to have that off the plate um my mechanic was like when i told him i you know maybe i'll just take it to carmax he said you know sell it on craigslist you get you you get 30 to 40 percent more and we looked up what was on craigslist we looked up like a similar car and they were on there and yeah you could have gotten a little bit more but <laughs> and this is what he said but then you have to deal with the human element <laughs> which if we're being honest is such a sliding scale in what you're you know some humans are a pleasure to deal with some of them i would even consider friends and people that i would like enjoy dealing with i i would even go out of my way to deal with some humans but the humans you're going to interact with on Craigslist, the people that are in the market for a 21-year-old car are probably not the people that I want to depend on to get all the paperwork turned in and 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 pay on a timely manner and all that. Like I just it just seemed like a bigger hassle. And I mean, actively on my to-do list, I mean, I just crossed off number 34. Um, and I actually have a lot of these crossed off, but when you, anytime your to do list is in the thirties, you don't have time to sell a car by owner. Okay. (laughs) You don't have time. And, and the last time I got rid of a car, I tried the Craigslist and there are so many scams out there and I don't even understand the scam, but I know they're a scam. Okay. Cause when you put a car up for sale on Craigslist, for a thousand dollars and somebody goes hey i'll give you four thousand for it no questions asked you're like 
this doesn't see this. I I wonder what is happening here. Hey, I'm just a nice guy. That's that's why I'm offering you more. I just don't I don't want to see you get ripped off here. So I'm gonna offer you four grand for it. Yeah, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna murder me in an alley. Just just meet me three hours outside of town in the middle of this desert, and I'll bring the cash for you. Yeah, so many emails like that. So many, like like over ten emails in under a week. The last time I tried to sell a car that that were giving you above what you were asking, and uh, they didn't care like if it had paperwork or anything. You're like, nah, don't want to. <laughs> I'm not going to deal with this type of person. So just take it to CarMax and just drop it off, and and just take what they give you. And I'm not the only guy that was doing that. There were a lot of people there doing it. In fact. Uh, I don't know if I should say this. there there's a there was a uh, minor celebrity there selling their car. They were moving from uh, Los Angeles to New York, and he was like, "Don't need a car in uh, in New York, uh, not in Manhattan." So uh, so he he was getting rid of it, and he was on CarMax, and he was he was, he was a, a minor celebrity that does stand up comedy. I don't want to blow up his spot. I don't I don't know what that would be, but I I also. This this is where I'm kind of weird. Like, I don't bother people in that moment. Like, there was a time, there was a moment there where we were both just standing outside waiting for our turns to deal with our car, and where it was like 15 minutes of just standing there. And some people come up to him and talk to him and and get their picture with him, whatever. And I, I just, even though we had that stand up connection, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bother this guy. I'm not going to bother. Like, he he don't want to be here as much as I don't want to be here. So I just you know left it at that. I don't know if that's weird or not. Like. I felt weird knowing it always feels weird when you know somebody, but they don't know you to me. That's there's a level of creepy there. And, and, and famous people must feel that all the time when there's this level of creepiness. Like we know intimate details about their life and who they are, and they have no idea who you are. There's something that felt weird and creepy. Anytime I see somebody, uh, I don't know how to react in those moments. Cause they must get used to it, but I'm not used to the feeling of knowing uh, so much about a person and they don't have any idea that I even recognize them as a human being. So I just I stayed quiet, minding my own business, and my phone was <laughs> – but I stood there like a uh, like a weirdo because my phone was dying and I knew I had to get a ride from Sarah after the, after the deal was done. So I knew I had to text her at the end of it. Uh, and my phone, like when I pulled up – and they said, oh, it's about an hour wait. And, and I looked at my phone. It was like on 18%. I was like, oh, no. That's the nightmare, right, is being stuck somewhere when you can't use your phone. So I just like, I, I just kept it in my pocket. I tried not to not to look at it at all. And, uh, and <laughs> so the whole time I'm just standing there. And I had my, you know, they say, get your stuff out of the car. And I hadn't done any of that beforehand so now i've just got like four bags four trash bags full of stuff like uh, jumper cables and and uh engine coolant and i think i had i think i had a knee brace in there from when i (laughs) thought i had uh something wrong with my knee and i guess what i wore that knee brace they freaking hospital that i went to you know they're like oh you need a knee brace and so i'm sure they sold it to me for like two hundred dollars like this $20 $20 knee brace, you know, just, just a nice little convenient markup 
so that you can get it right away. Here's this <laughs> knee brace for $200. I probably wore that knee brace for like cumulative one hour because I did not like at all that it like just locked my legs straight. So I didn't wear it at all. And my knee is uh, right as rain now. So I, I, I didn't need it. But uh, it, it's been sitting in my trunk for probably two years. And, <laughs> I, I, you know, because Goodwill's not accepting donations in our area. Goodwill's not, um, you know, you pull up, they're like, we're full. Sorry. Sorry, we're full. I know I know. Los Angeles has a huge homeless problem, and we could just donate just down the street so they wouldn't steal from you. But instead, we're just going to put up a uh, – <laughs> we're full here. They should just have a uh, – they should have – each one of these homeless encampments should just have their own donation center. Just hire the most – legitimate like hey you can have 50 cents from each of us here at the here at the homeless encampment and you just run the donation section so that we can get you know warm clothes and and maybe people will drop off some food that they're not going to use you know that but here i am here i am making plans for people that uh are unwilling to get their lives together to a point where they have an indoor house okay so Obviously, obviously, I'm I'm not speaking the same language as the homeless people here, but oh well. I think oh, I wanted. To, this is so stupid. I, I wrote this down, but it like out of context. It doesn't really make sense. Um, well, I was watching. I just watch old sitcoms now, and uh, I I was watching Seinfeld the other day, and. Like the storylines in Seinfeld are pretty ridiculous uh, many times, but this like I don't know why this struck me as so weird. Like such a weird thing to do is uh, the all four of them were in Jerry's apartment. You know, Kramer and George and Elaine and Jerry were all there in Jerry's apartment, and he pulls out five Oreos and like sets them on a plate and sets them in the middle of the table for the group. <laughs> You you set five Oreos out, uh, like as a group. We'll each get one and a fourth Oreo. This is what I bring. Like, and and he had more Oreos. It wasn't like he, you know, oh these are the last five. Let's eat them. It was like he pulled out a section of five, put them. I forget what the episode was. I should have written down which episode it was so that I could I could like post a clip or something to go with this. But I forget which episode. But he just like set them on a plate, set them in the middle of the table, and they each grabbed one. And I was like, if you if I were hanging out at your house and and you pulled out five Oreos for four people to share, I'd be like, what are you what are you insane right now? Are are you a moron? Like five Oreos is barely enough for me for one serving. Like five if I'm only having five it's because I'm like trying to cut back or I know my wife will bitch when she sees the huge chunk that I've taken out of one of the sleeves. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, looks like somebody went to town on the Oreos. Like that's the only reason I wouldn't take like nine. OK, just for me. But I'm not setting out five. If I'm at your house and you set out a Oreo for me, just a single Oreo, like, here you go. You're welcome. Enjoy your treat. What the hell? This better be your last damn Oreo. You better be giving me the final one in the sleeve that you took none of if you're only handing me one. Or I thought that was so funny and weird. Like when what if I were on that set, you know, if I were a, 
if I were one of the comedians on that show that week or or even one of the actors or one of the directors or something, I'd be like, why is that the stage direction? Like, I understand setting out food so that we have something to congregate around. Some, You know, that that's probably what it was. It's probably like we need something, a reason for all of you to be at the table at the same time. But w- who was like, hey, instead of, like, popping open a bag of chips or whatever, like, hey, let's – you just take out a handful of Oreos and put them on a plate for everybody. Like, what what insane lunatic was like, that's a normal thing to do. Let's 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 rock that. I thought that was so weird. If I remember which episode it was, I'll uh, I'll try and post it along with this. But I want to get this up before I have to leave, and I have to leave in like I, I I'm always late everywhere I go. I got to leave in like two minutes to make it down there in time because uh, they, they they said you got to be there a few minutes early so that um, so they can like take the last picture of you and be like here he was right before we turned him into a ghost. Um, but I'm gonna get the vaccine. Yeah, it's been 21 minutes. That's not not terrible. I'll, I'll do another one. Okay, I'll do another one. It's Good Friday. Um, I, I, I promise to do another one. I've got a lot to talk about, so um, I, I, I'll get another one up real soon. Thank you guys for listening. Um, check out nickoff.com for all my we- all my tour dates. Things are picking up. I've got tour dates in uh, in Detroit later this month. I'm in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin at Skyline Comedy Club. That's an awesome place. If you're up in the Wisconsin area, check it out. Uh, and I just put together some dates for the Omaha Funny Bone. So if you're in Nebraska or you know somebody there, uh, let them know. All the dates and tickets are available up at nickhoff.com. And uh, check that out. Share them with your friends. i got to do this grassroots. Got to build it back up. We're making up for lost time, people. Making up. Get out there and laugh. Um, hopefully uh, the vaccine will uh, be good and uh, I'll talk to you guys very soon uh, until then stay safe do 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 do